The Acts of the Apostles, Chapter 1 Theophilus, I first wrote to you about all that Jesus did and taught from the very first until he was taken up to heaven. But before he was taken up, he gave orders to the apostles he had chosen with the help of the Holy Spirit. For forty days after Jesus had suffered and died, he proved in many ways that he had been raised from death. He appeared to his apostles and spoke to them about God's kingdom. While he was still with them, he said, Don't leave Jerusalem yet. Wait here for the Father to give you the Holy Spirit, just as I told you he has promised to do. John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. While the apostles were still with Jesus, they asked him, Lord, are you now going to give Israel its own king again? Jesus said to them, You don't need to know the time of those events that only the Father controls. But the Holy Spirit will come upon you and give you power. Then you will tell everyone about me. In Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and everywhere in the world. After Jesus had said this, and while they were watching, he was taken up into a cloud. They could not see him, but as he went up, they kept looking up into the sky. Suddenly two men dressed in white clothes were standing there beside them. They said, Why are you men from Galilee standing here and looking up into the sky? Jesus has been taken to heaven. But he will come back in the same way that you have seen him go. The Mount of Olives was about a kilometer from Jerusalem. The apostles who had gone there were Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, Simon, known as the Eagle One, and Judas, the son of James. After the apostles returned to the city, they went upstairs to the room where they had been staying. The apostles often met together and prayed with a single purpose in mind. The women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, would meet with them, and so would his brothers. One day, there were about a hundred and twenty of the Lord's followers meeting together, and Peter stood up to speak to them. He said, My friends, long ago by the power of the Holy Spirit, David said something about Judas, and what he said has now happened. Judas was one of us, and had worked with us, but he brought the mob to arrest Jesus. Then Judas brought some land with the money he was given for doing that evil thing. He fell head first into the field. His body burst open, and all his insides came out. When the people of Jerusalem found out about this, they called the place Akeldama, which in the local language means field of blood. In the book of Psalms it says, Leave his house empty, and don't let anyone live there. It also says, Let someone else have his job. So we need someone else to help us tell others that Jesus has been raised from death. He must also be one of the men who was with us from the very beginning. He must have been with us from the time the Lord Jesus was baptised by John until the day he was taken to heaven. Two men were suggested. One of them was Joseph Barsabbas, known as Justus, and the other was Matthias. Then they all prayed. Lord, you know what everyone is like. Show us the one you have chosen to be an apostle and to serve in place of Judas, who got what he deserved. 
They drew names, and Matthias was chosen to join the group of the eleven apostles. Acts chapter 2 On the day of Pentecost, all the Lord's followers were together in one place. Suddenly, there was a noise from heaven like the sound of a mighty wind. It filled the house where they were meeting. Then they saw what looked like fiery tongues moving in all directions, and a tongue came and settled on each person there. The Holy Spirit took control of everyone, and they began speaking whatever languages the Spirit let them speak. Many religious Jews from every country in the world were living in Jerusalem, and when they heard this noise, a crowd gathered. But they were surprised because they were hearing everything in their own languages. They were excited and amazed and said, Don't all these who are speaking come from Galilee? Then why do we hear them speaking our very own languages? Some of us are from Parthia, Medea and Elam. Others are from Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt. Parts of Libya near Sardini, Rome... Crete and Arabia. Some of us were born Jews, and others of us have chosen to be Jews. Yet we all hear them using our own languages to tell the wonderful things God has done. Everyone was excited and confused. Some of them even kept asking each other, what does all this mean? Others made fun of the Lord's followers and said, they are drunk. Peter stood with the eleven apostles and spoke in a loud and clear voice to the crowd. Friends and everyone else living in Jerusalem, listen carefully to what I have to say. You are wrong to think that these people are drunk. After all, it's only nine o'clock in the morning. But this is what God led the prophet Joel to say. When the last days come, I will give my spirit to everyone. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will have dreams. In those days I will give my spirit to my servants, both men and women, and they will prophesy. I will perform miracles in the sky above and wonders on the earth below. There will be blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will turn dark and the moon will be as red as blood before the great and wonderful day of the Lord appears. Then the Lord will save everyone who asks for his help. Now, listen to what I have to say about Jesus from Nazareth. God proved that he sent Jesus to you by having him perform miracles, wonders and signs. All of you know this. God had already planned and decided that Jesus would be handed over to you. So you took him and had evil men put him to death on a cross. But God set him free from death and raised him to life. Death could not hold him in its power. What David said are really the words of Jesus. I always see the Lord near me, and I will not be afraid with him at my right side. Because of this, my heart will be glad, my words will be joyful, and I will live in hope. The Lord won't leave me in the grave. I am his Holy One, and he won't let my body decay. He has shown me the path to life, and he makes me glad by being near me. My friends, 
It is right for me to speak to you about our ancestor David. He died and was buried and his tomb is still here. But David was a prophet and he knew that God had made a promise he would not break. He had told David that someone from his own family would someday be king. David knew this would happen and so he told us that Christ would be raised to life. He said that God would not leave him in the grave or let his body decay. All of us can tell you that God has raised Jesus to life. Jesus was taken up to sit at the right side of God and he was given the Holy Spirit just as the Father had promised. Jesus is also the one who has given the Spirit to us and that is what you are now seeing and hearing. David didn't go up to heaven. So he wasn't talking about himself when he said, The Lord told my Lord to sit at his right side until he made my Lord's enemies into a footstool for him. Everyone in Israel should then know for certain that God has made Jesus both Lord and Christ, even though you put him to death on a cross. When the people heard this, they were very upset. They asked Peter and the other apostles, Friends, what shall we do? Peter said, Turn back to God. Be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ so that your sins will be forgiven. Then you will be given the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and your children. It is for everyone our Lord God will choose no matter where they live. Peter told them many other things as well. Then he said, I beg you to save yourselves from what will happen to all these evil people. On that day, about 3,000 believed his message and were baptised. They spent their time learning from the apostles and they were like family to each other. They also broke bread and prayed together. Everyone was amazed by the many miracles and wonders that the apostles performed. All the Lord's followers often met together and they shared everything they had. They would sell their property and possessions and give the money to whoever needed it. Day after day, they met together in the temple. They broke bread together in different homes and shared their food happily and freely while praising God. Everyone liked them, and each day the Lord added to their group others who were being saved. Acts chapter 3 The time of prayer was about three o'clock in the afternoon and Peter and John were going into the temple. A man who had been born lame was being carried to the temple door. Each day he was placed beside this door. Known as the Beautiful Gate. He sat there and begged from the people who were going in. The man saw Peter and John entering the temple, and he asked him for money, but they looked straight at him and said, Look up at us. The man stared at them and thought he was going to get something. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold, but I will give you what I do have. In the name of Jesus Christ from Nazareth, get up and start walking. Peter then took him by the right hand and helped him up. At once, the man's feet and ankles became strong, and he jumped up and started walking. He went with Peter and John into the temple, walking and jumping and praising God. Everyone saw him walking around and praising God. They knew that he was the beggar who'd been lying beside the beautiful gate 
and they were completely surprised. They couldn't imagine what had happened to the man. While the man kept holding on to Peter and John, the whole crowd ran to them in amazement at the place known as Solomon's Porch. Peter saw that a crowd had gathered, and he said, Friends, why are you surprised at what has happened? Why are you staring at us? Do you think that we have some power of our own? Do you think that we're able to make this man walk because we are so religious? The God that Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and our other ancestors worship has brought honour to his servant Jesus. He is the one you betrayed. You turned against him when he was being tried by Pilate, even though Pilate wanted to set him free. You rejected Jesus, who was holy and good. You asked for a murderer to be set free, and you killed the one who leads people to life. But God raised him from death, and all of us can tell you what he has done. You see this man, and you know him. He put his faith in the name of Jesus and was made strong. Faith in Jesus made this man completely well while everyone was watching. My friends, I am sure that you and your leaders didn't know what you were doing. But God had his prophets tell that his Messiah would suffer. And now he has kept that promise. So turn to God. Give up your sins and you will be forgiven. Then that time will come when the Lord will give you fresh strength. He will send you Jesus, his chosen Messiah. But Jesus must stay in heaven until God makes all things new just as his holy prophets promised long ago. Moses said, The Lord your God will choose one of your own people to be a prophet, just as he chose me. Listen to everything he tells you. No one who disobeys that prophet will be one of God's people any longer. Samuel and all the other prophets who came later also spoke about what is now happening. You are really the ones God told his prophets to speak to and you were given the promise that God made to your ancestors. He said to Abraham, all nations on earth will be blessed because of someone from your family. God sent his chosen son to you first because God wanted to bless you and make each one of you turn away from your sins. Acts chapter 4 The apostles were still talking to the people when some priests, the captain of the temple guard, and some Sadducees arrived. These men were angry because the apostles were teaching the people that the dead would be raised from death, just as Jesus had been raised from death. It was already late in the afternoon, and they arrested Peter and John and put them in jail for the night. But a lot of people who had heard the message believed it. So by now, there were about 5,000 followers of the Lord. The next morning, the leaders, the elders, and the teachers of the law of Moses met in Jerusalem. The high priest, Annas, was there, as well as Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other members of the high priest's family. They brought in Peter and John and made them stand in the middle while they questioned them. They asked, By what power and in whose name have you done this? Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit and told the nation's leaders and the elders, You are questioning us today about a kind deed in which a crippled man was healed. But there is something we must tell you and everyone else in Israel. 
This man is standing here completely well because of the power of Jesus Christ from Nazareth. You put Jesus to death on a cross, but God raised him to life. He is the stone that you builders thought was worthless, and now he is the most important stone of all. Only Jesus has the power to save. His name is the only one in all the world that can save anyone. The officials were amazed to see how brave Peter and John were, and they knew that these two apostles were only ordinary men and not well educated. The officials were certain that these men had been with Jesus, but they could not deny what had happened. The man who had been healed was standing there with the apostles. Well, the officials commanded them to leave the council room. Then the officials said to each other, "What can we do with these men? Everyone in Jerusalem knows about this miracle, and we cannot say it didn't happen. But to keep this thing from spreading, we will warn them never again to speak to anyone about the name of Jesus." So they called the two apostles back in, and told them that they must never, for any reason, teach anything about the name of Jesus. Peter and John answered, "Do you think God wants us to obey you or to obey Him? We cannot keep quiet about what we have seen and heard." The officials could not find any reason to punish Peter and John, so they threatened them and let them go. The man who was healed by this miracle was more than forty years old, and everyone was praising God for what had happened. As soon as Peter and John had been set free. They went back and told the others everything that the chief priests and the leaders had said to them. When the rest of the Lord's followers heard this, they prayed together and said, "Master, you created heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them." And by the Holy Spirit, you spoke to our ancestor David. He was your servant, and you told him to say, "Why are all the Gentiles so furious? Why do people make foolish plans?" The kings of earth prepare for war, and the rulers join together against the Lord and His Messiah. Here in Jerusalem, Herod and Pontius Pilate got together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel. Then they turned against your holy servant Jesus, your chosen Messiah. They did what you and your power and wisdom had already decided would happen. Lord, listen to their threats. We are your servants, so make us brave enough to speak your message. Show your mighty power as we heal people and perform miracles and wonders in the name of your holy servant Jesus. After they had prayed, the meeting place shook. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and bravely spoke God's message. The group of followers all felt the same way about everything. None of them claimed that their possessions were their own, and they shared everything they had with each other. In a powerful way, the apostles told everyone that the Lord Jesus was now alive. God greatly blessed his followers, and no one went in need of anything. Everyone who owned land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles. Then they would give the money to anyone who needed it. Joseph was one of the followers who'd sold a piece of property and brought the money to the apostles. He was a Levite from Cyprus, and the apostles called him Barnabas, which means one who encourages others. Acts, chapter five. Ananias and his wife Sapphira also sold a piece of property, but they agreed to cheat. 
and keep some of the money for themselves. So when Ananias took the rest of the money to the apostles, Peter said, Why has Satan made you keep back some of the money from the sale of the property? Why have you lied to the Holy Spirit? The property was yours before you sold it, and even after you sold it, the money was still yours. What made you do such a thing? You didn't lie to people, you lied to God. As soon as Ananias heard this, he dropped dead, and everyone who heard about it was frightened. Some young men came in and wrapped up his body, then they took it out and buried it. Three hours later, Sapphira came in, but she did not know what had happened to her husband. Peter asked her, Tell me, did you sell the property for this amount? Yes, she answered. That's the amount. Then Peter said, Why did the two of you agree to test the Lord's spirit? The men who buried Ananias are by the door, and they will carry you out. At once, she fell at Peter's feet and died. When the young men came back in, they found Sapphira lying there dead. So they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. The church members were afraid, and so was everyone else who heard what had happened. The apostles performed many miracles and wonders among the people. All the Lord's followers often met in the part of the temple known as Solomon's Porch. No one outside their group dared join them, even though everyone liked them very much. Many men and women started having faith in the Lord. Then sick people were brought out to the road and placed on stretchers and mats. It was hoped that Peter would walk by and his shadow would fall on them and heal them. A lot of people living in the towns near Jerusalem brought those who were sick or troubled by evil spirits, and they were all healed. The high priest and all the other Sadducees who were with him became jealous. They arrested the apostles and put them in the city jail. But that night, an angel from the Lord opened the doors of the jail and led the apostles out. The angel said, Go to the temple and tell the people everything about this new life. So they went into the temple before sunrise and started teaching. The high priest and his men called together their council, which included all Israel's leaders. Then they ordered the apostles to be brought to them from the jail. The temple police who were sent to the jail did not find the apostles. They returned and said, We found the jail locked tight and the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened the doors and went in, we didn't find anyone there. The captain of the temple police and the chief priests listened to their report, but they did not know what to think about it. Just then, someone came in and said, Now those men you put in jail are in the temple teaching the people! The captain went with some of the temple police and brought the apostles back, but they did not use force. They were afraid that the people might start throwing stones at them. When the apostles were brought before the council, the high priest said to them, we told you plainly not to teach in the name of Jesus. But look what you've done. You've been teaching all over Jerusalem, and you are trying to blame us for his death. Peter and the apostles replied, We don't obey people. We obey God. You killed Jesus by nailing him to a cross. But the God our ancestors worshipped raised him to life and made him our leader and saviour. Then God gave him a place at his right side, so that the people of Israel would turn back to him and be forgiven. We are here to tell you about all this, and so is the Holy Spirit, 
who is God's gift to everyone who obeys God. When the council members heard this, they became so angry that they wanted to kill the apostles. But one of the members was the Pharisee Gamaliel, a highly respected teacher. He ordered the apostle to be taken out of the room for a little while. Then he said to the council, People of Israel, be careful what you do with these men. Not long ago, Theudas claimed to be someone important, and about 400 men joined him, but he was killed. All his followers were scattered, and that was the end of that. Later, when the people of our nation were being counted, Judas from Galilee appeared. A lot of people followed him, but he was killed, and all his followers were scattered. So I advise you to stay away from these men. Leave them alone. If what they are planning is something of their own doing, it will fail. But if God is behind it, you cannot stop it anyway, unless you want to fight against God. The council members agreed with what he said, and they called the apostles back in. They had them beaten with a whip and warned them not to speak in the name of Jesus. Then they let them go. The apostles left the council and were happy because God had considered them worthy to suffer for the sake of Jesus. Every day they spent time in the temple and in one home after another. They never stopped teaching and telling the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. Acts chapter 6 a lot of people were now becoming followers of the Lord. But some of the ones who spoke Greek started complaining about the ones who spoke Aramaic. They complained that the Greek-speaking widows were not given their share when the food supplies were handed out each day. The twelve apostles called the whole group of followers together and said, We should not give up preaching God's message in order to serve at tables. My friends, choose seven men who are respected and wise and filled with God's Spirit. We will put them in charge of these things. We can spend our time praying and serving God by preaching. This suggestion pleased everyone, and they began by choosing Stephen. He had great faith and was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they chose Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and also Nicolaus, who worshipped with the Jewish people in Antioch. These men were brought to the apostles. Then the apostles prayed and placed their hands on the men to show that they had been chosen to do this work. God's message spread, and many more people in Jerusalem became followers. Even a large number of priests put their faith in the Lord. God gave Stephen the power to perform great miracles and wonders among the people. But some Jews from Cyrene and Alexandria were members of a group who called themselves free men. They started arguing with Stephen. Some others from Cilicia and Asia also argued with him, but they were no match for Stephen, who spoke with the great wisdom that the Spirit gave him. So they talked some men into saying, We heard Stephen say terrible things against Moses and God. They turned the people and their leaders and the teachers of the law of Moses against Stephen. Then they all grabbed Stephen and dragged him in front of the council. Some men agreed to tell lies about Stephen, and they said, 
This man keeps on saying terrible things about this holy temple and the law of Moses. We have heard him claim that Jesus from Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs that Moses gave us. Then all the council members stared at Stephen. They saw that his face looked like the face of an angel.